0: Just so, just to catch the listeners up, um, we were talking about the Foo Fighters and um, fighting Foo, dying in the act of fighting Foo, and Mark said, I pity the Foo. And I realized that it was a pity. I pity a different Foo, me and the listeners, for not having that recorded. So I'm rectifying that.
1: It's actually better. This, this way is better. I thought so.
0: That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, this way too, it's longer. Because me, me saying it before was like a rough draft. Yes. And this is the art form, your friend explaining to people uh your joke. That's that's a sign of a really, really good joke. All right. So um speaking of a joke. This next person makes a lots of them and makes us all laugh and indeed to make us cry too in his turns as the dungeon master and D&D. Ladies and gentlemen and everything in between and on the outside, welcome to Joe McGurl.
2: Is that when I talk?
0: You can not, if you want.
1: Nodding is fine for me. I, I can well, see. well, well, well,
0: <laughs> look who just showed up. Sorry, Joe. Craig, Craig decided Craig it was his just turn to talk.
2: Really decided to fuck up my time to shine. Well, Joe,
0: now is your time to shine, um, and me and Mark are so excited to see what you're gonna do. So here we go.
2: Um, all right. Well, you guys remember uh, um, back in <laughs> two, in the year 2000. Um, there was, uh, there was a big television show, uh, called Frasier. Yeah. Toss yeah. salad and scrambled eggs. Yeah. And, and on Frasier, they loved coffee. Oh, who doesn't love coffee? And to me, that's great. Just How's this going? How's this going so far?
0: I'm loving it. Yeah, um, okay. I just need, I'm loving learning about Frasier right now, to be honest. Yeah, um,
2: so I've, never, I've, I've never seen Frasier actually. I've never seen a single episode. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a single. Nor minute, have I. Nor have a few I. Seconds, a few seconds, sure, but marry a minute of it. Um, but I know that they like coffee because they're from Seattle. Oh well, that makes sense. Starbucks, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, it
1: it may make you sad to learn that the um, old man who played the Frasier's dad, uh, I believe, has passed away.
0: Mark, how are Uh, we supposed to have a fun, funny educational show when I get the most devastating news of my life?
1: uh, Well, he was run over by a clown car, so maybe that's funny enough for you?
2: That is pretty funny. How many yeah. clowns sort are in of a, the car? a dramatic irony in that, I suppose. You know, one uh, of the least funny ways to go out being run over by a car. But, you know, the image of some clowns laughing as it happens is kind right. of a,
1: an interesting I, parallel. Well, and it's a small car usually, but it's probably quite heavy because of the number of clowns that right. are inside it. And indeed, the
0: irony is made more poetic by the fact that... Um, uh, what's his name, the f-ing dead old man is, uh, it was an entertainer of sorts, a clown in himself. Mm. And, and he was killed by a clown car, which was tragicomic. But you and see, I think,
1: Doctor, I am the entertainer.
0: Wow.
2: Is that a quote from something, Mark? I, I think so. Alright. That must be satire. Uh, flat tire, sorry. They must have gotten <laughs> a flat tire.
1: Now yes, that's... yes, that's and they sp- spun out of control and killed Fraser's dad. That sucks ass. <laughs> R.I.P., that old man. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, the most I've seen of Frazier is uh, like seeing Fraser appear on one of the three episodes of Cheers I watched. Mm. Norm! Norm! <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so, Bugs. Joe, what's yes. your relationship with Bugs?
2: Don't have a strong relationship with bugs. I think um, I respect most bugs. Wow. Um, I don't know all. I don't know all of the bugs, so I can't say I respect all bugs because there may be some that I don't respect because I don't know them. Um, we'll say so on the Yeah, great. Thank you so much. Um, but on on the whole, I think bugs are good. Um, most of them provide a great service to us humanity and uh, wow. uh, Mother Gaia. Uh, And and I I think some of them are very cute. Some of them are not very cute, just like humans. Um, Wow. But I I think bugs are uh, just great.
0: Well, that's exactly the type of thing that we love to hear. Joe, congratulations. You answered correctly.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, Respect is is really the ideal jumping off point. If you want to be loving learning about bugs, then starting from a from a place of respect in your heart is really
0: sets you you up for success we have a lot of people who write in asking how do i how do i start being loving learned about bugs and there you go that's how you do it well um you know who um doesn't get no respect is freaking rodney the king and i'm saying that as i am pulling up the twitter questions doing just a one of my best jokes ever, as a
2: vamp. Now, now you said Rodney the King. I know, uh, I know. And I think there's a lot of people we have to address the elephant in the room. You're right. Um, about uh, Rodney King, rest in peace.
0: Did Rodney King pass away? Yes, a few years ago. Okay, well, rest in power, Rodney King. You're you're That's a really right. good, you're a good person. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I know that he was a big fan of the show. So it's just <laughs> it's a nice shout out right. to We the whole sent team Rodney
0: family. the demos and the early recordings before we officially published it because we knew that this was his yeah. forte and
1: sure this is back in the days when podcasts were like mailed around
2: on uh, cassette tapes. Mhm.
1: Like uh, mm-hmm. like Dead Show bootlegs or something.
2: That's right. <laughs> so just respect respect to Rodney and and uh, one of the, one of the best bug uh, bug boys to
0: ever do it indeed thank yeah rodney king is indeed one of the best bug boys to ever do it i couldn't think of a more perfect way to celebrate our number one and deceased fan uh we miss him all right so let's see from michael robotam remember when paul of tompkins pretended he was the cake boss and said he was bitten by a cake scarab is there any connection between real scarabs and mummies this will be the fourth time that we've had a similar sort of question. But that's okay.
1: Yeah. At some point, I'm gonna s- maybe start suggesting that they listen to the podcast
0: because... Um, well, well, no, our, our question, our, our question uh, tweets are mostly just a place for our friends to make inside jokes with us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I... I... I guess I just kind of still, if they're our friends and feel comfortable making these bullshit jokes to us all the time, I wish they would then at least do the courtesy of maybe listening to the show one time, Michael. And
0: um, they say a show is only as good as its fans. It's only as strong
1: as its weakest listener, is what I've heard.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And um, ours, almost all of them are equally ranked nearly at the the bottom of listenership.
1: Yes, Yes, extremely weak.
0: Uh, and i hate to say it but you're dragging us down this show should be picked up by npr by now kid me education with a little bit of humor but we can only we can't transcend this little yeah. box you put us we in we can only
1: answer the questions we're asked so wh- where did we land on it um, yes mummy is not is it or is it not made by being bitten by a scarab bug i think the mummy is made up of a bunch of scarab bugs inside. Right, I
0: believe that I believe that the scarab scarabs um, eat a mummy that already existed. They eat all the fleshy parts, and then they just move around in the wrappings.
2: Oh, mm. That's interesting. Is yeah. it sort of like a? Um, so it's not like a Spider-Man situation where um, Spider-Man was bitten by a radioactive active spider, got the powers of spiders. But the mummy is not that. It is made up of scarabs. Is that is, is this what I'm going to Yeah, it it's no. sort
1: of like a I, I think it's coming back to me. I, I think we settled that it's it's sort of like a Voltron
2: type Yeah. Like a and and yeah, yeah. yeah. Like By that.
1: consuming the mummy, the individual scarabs take on some mummy powers at, but but and together they assemble like two kids in a trench coat trying to go see a movie. They're inside the wrappings. Walking right. around
0: when when a, when a person is mummified um and dies they have latent mummy powers but that only can be activated through um a uh, scarab beetle system
2: so do all of us contain the dna to become a mummy and we if just if we were mummified this? if we were mummified ah okay okay yeah interesting but act but uh you know you are your
0: guest really to answer your question is like any human being has that potential it is in our dna so hmm.
2: yeah. why don't I, we have more mummies then i think there's something
1: in the special papyrus toilet paper that they use that oh, i think it's sure. like a two part you know like an epoxy thing you got you got to have the latent powers but you also need the special
2: papyrus toilet paper and Hey Craig, hey Mark, let me stop you there. You should call it poopyrus if it's gonna be a uh, toilet toilet paper. Uh, oh my wow. gosh. Yeah, it has honestly, to exist.
1: Like joking aside, I, I think that's true. Um, it should be called that.
0: Okay, there isn't a poop poopyrus trademark, so there we go. I'm making that's the right. toilet paper.
2: That's a free one, I'm just throwing out there.
0: Thanks, Joe. Yeah, we'll we'll take
2: mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we're yeah.
0: we are going we to, to... Make a lot of money off of that.
2: Now, right, Bear, yeah. I have to ask. What? Um, you don't need to get defensive. <sighs> I just—it's we're all friends here. I think that we can be honest, and I want to give a little look-in uh, behind the curtain, as it were. You have a bug pillow behind.
0: That's right. This Do is you always record pillow? with that? Um, not always, but I figured we'd probably be using video, so I thought it'd be wow. very appropriate.
2: Well, I think that's wonderful. I just wanted to to call out to say that uh, one of the hosts of this podcast, they're not lying about loving their bugs, because it is, it's right, I'm seeing it. Hold on, Mark is giving me the finger right now. I'm not oh going to say God. which one. I'm not going to say which finger. Oh, look at this. Mark has a bug pillow as well, folks.
0: Okay, so can you hold it closer to the camera, Mark, so we can really see it?
2: Okay. Some so- prominent butterflies on display. Mark can you tell us a
0: little bit about these
2: butterflies?
1: Uh, they're um, they're sewn mm-hmm. onto this pillow. Um, they're embroidered on with colorful threads. Uh, they are brightly colored um, but I cannot say for sure that they represent real butterflies that exist in the world they mm. They may be an artist's conception of, of what a pretty butterfly would look like which i'm like artists come on there's plenty of real butterflies just
2: use one of those you don't have to go to butterfly.com get a picture of a real butterfly draw that just put your piece of paper against your monitor and trace it like every other artist does with their art
1: no need to gild the lily there's perfectly good butterflies out there So, why do you think yours would be better than that? Yeah,
2: do you think you're God or something that you can just invent these new, uh, these new butterflies?
1: Uh, That goes to all artists. Just check yourself. So,
0: um, the point I think is that my pillow is better because it has real bugs.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, your pillow is much, much better and and cleaner.
0: Well, yeah, it's maintained its white. (laughs) it does look
1: much
2: it does look much more white than
0: right mark's and pillow. your mark's pillow was originally white and now it's deep <laughs> yeah, it just beige. Looked, yeah yeah years of dirt build up and that's mildew right will do from um okay from pastel princess at achihi mio thanks for the shout so on the opposite end what isn't classified as a bug but should be on looks alone i.e. crabs, a.k.a. ocean spiders, lol. <laughs> what isn't classified as a bug, but should be? Uh, crabs Crabs is a very good one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. s- you know those
2: uh, chocolate ladybugs you get at uh, Easter? Chocolate ladybugs? No. Yeah. yeah, they're like, well, they're not really chocolate ladybugs. Um, what they are is um, just uh solid milk chocolate uh like little round ovular more they're more ovular um and inside they have either caramel uh or or, or no no let no. me finish
1: okay I, I was so sure i knew where You're you were jumping going. the gun
2: all right just to try it's an obvious it's an avoid ovoid um chocolate that has either just solid milk chocolate or like caramel inside. And the wrapping is made to look like a ladybug, the, the red and the black on the, and then it has like little, um, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, it's actually, they look like spiders and you get them at Halloween.
0: Oh, <laughs> I see. Because I thought, because in the Discord chat, Joe, I wondered if okay. I had found what you were talking well, about. Well, let me
2: see, let me open up yeah. the chat. Uh, yes, that, that is what I'm talking about. Okay, yes. you get those? Yes. I so, don't I don't get them, but I think that they should be classified as bugs.
1: Yeah, okay. that's not actually a bug, but I can see why you would want to classify it as a bug. And
2: every ladybug looks like that with the big anime eyes. Six
0: it's six a 60 count of the chocolate ladybugs for 42.99.
2: Mm-hmm. You would get them in your um Easter candy basket at Easter. In Scranton.
0: So that's 71 cents a ladybug. So that's kind of up to the listeners to decide if that's a good value. But uh, the point being that I think that these do deserve to be an honorary bug. These chocolate ladybugs I hadn't heard of before now. Mm-hmm. That's an insect.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: All I, right. I, Mark signed helpful. off on it. It's officially
1: a bug. We, yeah, we have a, um, an increasingly relaxed policy about what we are welcoming into the, the Venn diagram of bugs on this show. Why? You, do you think that, that chocolate is a too liberal? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I'm just saying that, you know, we started out, you know, sort of explaining the scientific boundary of what is technically a bug and then, okay, well, but most people use it to refer to insects. But, you know, a lot of things, like I think we said bats were honorary bugs. Uh, I think we said an octopus was an honorary bug. <laughs> Bat, um, so,
0: bats is a really good one. Bats are a bug <laughs> for sure.
1: Um and you know, I I think that's fine. I think I think being open-minded and uh inclusive is is never something to be ashamed of.
2: Now, I want to kind of um go a little uh 21st century here, <laughs> if that's okay. Wow. And maybe uh you know, we're talking things that are so uh Compound, not compound, um, corporeal, things you can touch, things you can feel. Ooh. But I've been hearing all this talk about lately, and I, ho- I was hoping I could ask you guys this, and this is a perfect thing, uh, a perfect question. I've been hearing about these email viruses and all these things in my computer oh, that they call bad. bugs. I've got bugs in my, in my emails and my software. It's got all these bugs. Are they insects too?
0: What do you think, Clark?
2: well, um,
1: I actually have a serious answer for this. Uh, <gasps> une- unexpectedly,
2: I know we we joke oh, this around. This was exactly fun. expected. That's why I asked this question. We joke around many, sometimes.
1: Many of the things that are currently referred to as bugs aren't literally bugs because they, but they just bug people, aka bother them
2: by making it longer not work. Oh. But I, I
1: think that term in programming originated from when IBM had like the mainframe that was like a warehouse full of ticker tape, reel-to-reel magnetic tapes and huge cabinets, and they would find actual bugs in the giant computer box causing problems, mm-hmm. and they would remove the physical insect from the computer and fix you know like, like oh, it's crawling on the tape it's chewing on the, the wires or whatever so um so i think there is a real entomological origin to computer bugs
2: and but so nowadays, i think that we can confidently say that computer bugs are actual insects so i think what you're saying
1: yeah i mean i think so the the lineage is is certainly there mm-hmm.
0: all right i found the actual thing uh-oh. um it's on the
1: i, I hate being fact checked in real time i hope i'm right
0: no you're you are right it's interesting. Oh, um okay so it was on the the harvard mark ii electromechanical computer in like 1946 and 1946 yes that's right that's it's uh benedict cumberbatch uh, right, Turing I'll, I'll to ca- box. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay, let's. See. Okay, here we go. In 1946, when Grace Hopper, very, very cool, ah, very cool pioneer. Hopper. Hey, hold on. hold on! Another reason to like Grace Hopper.
2: Hopper's a kind of bug for sure. That was a real grasshopper, and they just changed her name to Grace <laughs> Hopper. That's Let's crazy. get some respect right for our for our <laughs> great historical bug, the so Grasshopper. All of, so all the
0: re, so all of the recent recognition of Grace Hopper's Hopper incredible, <laughs> <yeah>, incredible contributions <laughs> to to human advancement. Turns out she
2: was a grasshopper the whole time. Sorry to the family of Grace Hopper if you're listening. No, you're welcome to the family of Grace Hopper. And we are—this is a scoop. We are breaking news here that bugs have great historical uh, significance in the technological landscape. God bless you, Grasshopper.
0: (laughs) Thanks a lot, Grasshopper. They really need to edit your Wikipedia page because it's just a picture of a lady. Anyway, in 1946 when—I'll correct this real time. When Grasshopper was released from active duty, she joined the Harvard faculty at the Computation Laboratory, where she continued her work on the Mark II and Mark III. Operators traced an error in the Mark II to a moth trapped in a relay, coining the term bug. The bug was removed and taped to the logbook. And don't
2: grasshoppers love to eat moths? Isn't that right? Don't they, Mark? Some of them certainly do. That's right. That's right.
1: People think of grasshoppers as being herbivorous, eating only vegetation, but many kinds of grasshoppers are omnivores um, and will happily eat. Like, they're not especially adapted to catch prey, but if they get an opportunity to, they certainly will eat it, um, because who would turn down some extra protein?
0: What's that black crap they spit? Goo. Goo. It's goo. Yeah. All right. I really do want to find out, but that we can't totally abandon the the like the little
1: bit of science we well, put in here. I well, I don't know. I mean, they're regurgitating. The, I don't know if they're just regurgitating their stomach contents with some, which a lot of animals will do as a defense mechanism, because um, it's got some like the it's-
0: dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Tobacco juice. That's what it was called when I was growing up.
1: Yeah. Um, so it, it it's probably basically their stomach contents because it's kind of gross and and might. It are. is indeed. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. But it, it, there could be. I mean, there's other insects that secrete like it's not just regurgitating, but maybe they have some sort of right venom or defensive but, compound or something. But it's probably just their what whatever's in their belly.
0: Well, I was I j- I did just. Look, Mark, I'm not fact checking because I want to have something to hold over you. I'm fact checking because I want to know the truth. <laughs> and and yeah, like it turns out they're defensively vomiting on us. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I
1: figured that, that that was an aspect of it, but I didn't want to I wasn't sure if they also were adding in some sort of defensive chemical that right, would, right, right. that would make it even more repellent. So Okay. I've been vomited on by some of the best bugs. i am very familiar.
0: Joe, you ever been vomited on?
2: Um, yeah, for sure. Yep, I vomited on myself before. Okay,
1: mm-hmm.
2: cut out the middleman. Yeah, yeah <laughs> <so I> mean, <laughs> look, if it's gonna happen, I might as well be me doing it. All that you know? work, like, yeah. why bother? Like, yeah, I can do it myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I love that. So, uh, our next question comes from Greggy. This is this is a great question, Mark. Oh, gonna it's going to make you feel happy. Are uh, there any bugs who can fly?
1: I know the answer to this. Um, actually, yes, there's a lot, a whole real <laughs> lot, a lot, a lot of bugs that can fly. Um, can a fly fly? Uh, not all of them, but most of them. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. I thought all
2: flies could fly.
1: The right, yep. me too. I'm actually, some, I am seriously a little, a little intrigued um, by that. So, if you imagine the the evolutionary tree of flies branching from some common ancestor, that's you know the things that flies have hold in common. On, hold
2: on, hold on. Are bugs trees now? <laughs> what the fuck well, are you talking about? Bugs come from trees.
0: We come from monkeys.
1: Picture a branching diagram. Mm. Uh, with the flies common ancestor. So all all flies in the true, you know, group, the scientifically designated group of flies have some key features in common that are originated with this one ancestor to all flies, which is the 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 biggest one is rather most flying insects have four wings, two pairs, front front pair and a back pair. Flies mm-hmm. only have two the pair. front pair. Um wow. so flies only have a pair of wings and their back pair of wings has been reduced down to a structure called a haltier, which if you imagine like
0: uh, oh yeah they're usually tiny
1: they're they're pretty tiny and they and they function as a counterweight um mm. like a, like to stabilize flies in flight so so it's like a little stalk um with a weight on the end and so when the fly oh, okay. if the wind is blowing or if the fly's you know changing its orientation they can shift these counterweights and maintain their stability
2: uh, relative. Kind of like to flaps gravity. on an airplane.
1: Yeah, and, and because of the inertia, because they have that weight on the end, they can they can use gravity to to, to basically help them orient relative to the ground. That's like, cool. It's it's super cool. <laughs> uh, but then on that same branching diagram that includes all the flies, there have been some that have uh, evolved a lifestyle that is more parasitic, and um, so they end up living. Oh no. So they live Why'd in like, choose that. No, they, yeah, well, takes all kinds. Um, <laughs> and these flies, um, I'm thinking there's more kinds than I can come up with right off the top of my head, but, but, but bat flies and some bird flies, um, mm. are ones that because their lifestyle, basically the adult fly lives on the skin surface of a bat or of a bird. In among the fur and the feathers, the wings really aren't useful because they're they're just scuttling around on this animal's skin and they don't fly anymore. They don't need the wings. And so um hmm. they they've evolved to lose their wings. And so they really look more like a louse or a spider. They have a very flat body. But they're um, still
0: in the same family of they're called to fly.
1: Yeah, I mean, because if you originate from you know, if you share that right. same common ancestor, then by the the scientific rules that dictate, you know, h- how things get get grouped together, they where were would, they originated
2: in that group? So, where would Jeff Goldblum's fly fall on the evolutionary scale?
1: Well, so that's kind of an outlier because he kind mm-hmm. of jumped into that diagram yeah, from some yeah. completely other. Basically, was it
0: house fly though? Is that is that the name of the species?
1: It makes sense. That would be more likely to be the one that would get into his uh, transmutation device or whatever. Yeah, Um, A bat fly would only get in there if a bat flew in there.
0: It's an interesting thing because you were just talking about the the trees. Um, And in that case, the human tree, um, its roots uh, got tangled with the fly tree and it created a new tree.
2: Mm. And so we're all trees in the end is what I'm learning.
0: That's right. And when we die, we turn into trees.
2: I've heard about that.
0: The rumors are true.